Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. The Kate Daly Show is about to start. Progressive liberals must be accompanied by an adult. The show starts now. And I have found that that polytechnic is is what we're doing now and where we're going. So as a marketing standpoint, it is um, more authentic. I'll say that now. I was a little sad because I, I the tech is sexy. <laughs> But also, we cannot help but conclude that with all of that good effort, it has been intentionally wrapped in a predisposed strategy to demean, disparage, and defeat the Dixie name and minimize adherence to the history, heritage, and traditions of the residents of southwestern Utah, or better said, the people of Utah's Dixie. Much of the information presented has been, at best, quite anecdotal. Other more objective parts, including surveys and supposed community assessments by consultants and pollsters that you have hired have been very much called into question. Yet you seem to have simply ignored the question and continued as if the data is absolutely correct or really doesn't matter. There are those in this community that do in fact represent thousands who object to what you are doing and are able to largely discredit the work of your consultants as well as this process. Love it. Welcome Kate Daly Show here on a Friday. You made it to Friday. <laughs> Proud moment. Uh, I know I'm excited. I'm always excited for the weekend. Uh, welcome and uh, go to katedalyradio.com for all the podcasts and the show notes. Everything's there. And uh, it's under show topics up in the top uh, menu. So you go to show topics and then there's show notes and you'll find all the notes and the links and everything that we talk about on the show. And uh, I'm happy to have Tim Anderson on with me. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. I'm glad you're here with me. Fridays are good. Yeah, Fridays are good. And we get to talk about, uh, we're going to talk an update about what's going on with Dixie. This is going to be great. Two comments. I just, two comments I have to get out. Um, You know me, I have to get out or I'm going to just sit and think about them. Um, Number one, hat tip Kristen out there. Uh, She had this question and I thought, yeah, it's a great question. Why are all the strains popping up now? Because when the people don't take the vaccine, I think it's funny that it had a year and a half to develop new strains, but it didn't until now. Great question, Kristen. (laughs) Oh, will the ridiculousness ever end? I don't think so. The other thing is this. When they pass a resolution for fire uh, restrictions as county commissioners, um, I've been hearing fire restrictions for 10 years. I have been reporting on fire restrictions for 10 years. We've never burnt the city down. 
In fact, this year we had less calls to the fire department than any, I think, any other year in quite a long time. Please stop passing restrictions on people. Please get a county commissioner that will say no to doing that because the other two haven't quite figured it out that freedom is key, that liberty is key. And it's just driving me crazy. After 10 years on the radio, we have never burnt the city down. Okay, stop acting like socialists. Stop getting into our business. You know, county commissioners wake up and you better, you know, you know, write to uh, to Gil and Victor and let them know you don't appreciate it, please. Um Also, let's talk Dixie because we need to get really, really updated on what's going on and where we're at because believe me, people are getting more and more angry about this. I've, I've actually been, I've actually been, um, you know, usually when time, when a little time passes, people get a little more complacent, but not on this issue. This issue, it's almost getting worse because people are thinking, are they going to get away with this? We cannot let them. And the way they did it and, and, and all the rest. So tell us where we're at, Tim. Well, you know, at, at the DSUHC, we've continued to grow. Mm-hmm. Then the number of people that join it, it's just massive because it keeps happening. And you're right. It doesn't, it's not going away. You know, if right. we're talking about strains, mm-hmm. you know, ridiculous, <laughs> dangerous strains, let's right. talk about tech. Yeah. Now, the way tech was born here was after a three-and-a-half-month process by the supposed so-called naming committee, which Randy Wilkinson and his group walked out of mm-hmm. towards the end. I loved Randy's words, by the way, in the intro. Yeah, and they had, uh, they were considered, they delivered, uh, I think it was Monday, uh, the, um, well, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, they had, we had a meeting with the board, the board of trustees met, and the naming committee delivered the name. Yeah. And the name they delivered was Polytech. <laughs> yeah. Now, by then, it had already been shot out of the sky. Mm-hmm. But they still delivered it like it had some credibility. And so uh, they that that one died quickly. <laughs> the and, jokes and, and on the memes, I mean, it, it was... It had no chance. But yeah. they, they went from polytech. They dropped the poly, but kept the tech. Well, hey, Jordan and, thinks the tech is sexy. <laughs> Just like yeah, in the opening clips. So. You know, it, it may wow. have been in, in 1955 or yeah, something like that. But, but the thing, the, 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 the way that came about is mm-hmm. interesting because they they suddenly they spent three and a half months to get to Polytech, and then when they make the presentation, it gets shot down by the board itself and members of the board saying that it was a ridiculous name. Yeah. Then they take ten minutes. Ten and minutes. Conjure up tech. So we go from, you know, Dixie Polytech uh, State University mm-hmm. to Utah Tech University. Or just bland university. I can't. In, in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty bland and blah yeah. and unimaginative. Uh-huh. But the point is, is that why did they do that? And yeah. I will tell you why. Please. Uh, because they had a meeting with the Higher Education Committee for, or for, 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 for the state of Utah. These are the folks largely in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. That run the university, oversee the universities and the, the and the applied technology colleges, and they had an urgent meeting where they absolutely insisted that the name be Tech. So, in the brilliance of the folks who were suffering from a lot of East Bench myopia, <laughs> they decided that we were in, in St. George going to throw away our 150 years of history of the in Utah's Dixie and over 100 years of the branded name of our educational institution, and move from Dixie to tech now maybe members of that committee don't remember that back in about 1967 mm-hmm. what is now uvu was utah yeah. we tech institute the tech. yeah it was the tech uh-huh. there's trade tech it's just gone to a vocational level mm-hmm. point uh, way, way of thinking and our perception 
And if we're looking at Dixie being a place that, you know, runs these mm-hmm. these supposedly accurate perception studies, mm-hmm. well, they need to do a perception study on tech. Because what's, cha- what's changed and what's new now but wasn't happening before, it was always Dixie versus what? Right. Well, now we got it. It's Dixie versus tech. Yeah. And yeah, so right. where we're at, and I think that we're, we're the, the real battle cry at this point is that in the state of Utah, mm-hmm. and I'm talking statewide, not just St. Mm-hmm. George, mm-hmm. that the ultimate admission and surrender to the cancel culture mm-hmm. is changing the name of our university in Utah's Dixie. You see, they came after the George Floyd event and they started looting Walmarts and started burning things down, burning up police cars and carrying on. Not much of that happened in Utah. A little bit of ruckus mm-hmm. in downtown Salt Lake for a couple of days. But we really avoided it in Utah. Except they're going to, mm-hmm. the, the big prize that's to be delivered to the liberal wing of the Higher Ed Commission is changing Dixie to tech. Yeah. And so there's dumbing it down. It's belittling. It's disparaging our community, and yeah, we're we're very upset. We're we're outraged by this, but yeah. at least it's being clearly defined. I agree. You know, it was interesting. I um, over last weekend, I ran into. Uh, I was talking with a uh, a man who is a black man, and interestingly enough, we got into the conversation about Dixie, and he said, um, "I'm not offended by Dixie at all. I mean, I understand the heritage there. What? Why in the world would they change that?" To please us, why in the world would they do that? And I said, you know, I said they, it, it, I said they, they really have this mission, and and they're blaming the mission on this, the cancel culture, and they just are bowing down to it. And he said, he said that's absolutely ridiculous. He said I don't know anyone that would be offended by that word. Anyone? He said I have obviously a large black family, a lot of black friends. He goes, why in the world would we be offended by that? And I said, I, they, they think you are. And I said, they think they're going to bow down to all of this um, based on data that wasn't, that was absolutely contrived. It wasn't actually real. And I said, that, that even makes it worse because <laughs> I said the data didn't even support the change. And, uh, and he said, well, I don't know who they're trying to please. But if you think about it, the data, the studies and everything, the love survey mm-hmm. and the, the mm-hmm. Cicero report, I don't think any of that even mattered. Yeah. I think the this small group in higher ed has decided they wanted to ditch the Dixie name mm-hmm. and they took this current flow of, of uh, you know, the, the skirt and march of cancel culture that's been going on since yeah. about the mid 2020, mm-hmm. which is starting to fall off the, the boat now, mm-hmm. but it still is out there. They use this as an opportunity to take this shot yeah, because they don't care about our community. Right. They don't care about our culture, our history, tradition. Yeah. Or, or heritage, they, they care about the signal that they think they're sending. And, and the ones they're sending it to are the yeah. folks out in the outer part of the country that look at this and say, what, what, are, what, what are they doing there in Utah? That seems so strange. It's so true. And, you know, he had another point, too, that I just remembered. He said, you know, do you remember when they took out the statue? And I, I was it North Carolina or was it? I can't remember what state he said on the east. And he said, uh, when they took out that statue, isn't it interesting that nothing changed. They took out a statue, made a very big deal about it, were very upset all of a sudden about this statue. They took it out and not one thing changed. So they're going around making all these changes countrywide and it's not doing anything that they do it for, for the reason they do it for. Right. And I, I was, uh, yeah, you're, he's uh, absolutely because right. Because if I look at the deep reason, you know, racial intolerance is a very deep reason. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem mm-hmm. has been in our country and still is. Mm-hmm. 
But the approach that's being used yeah. is being used to make to change the economic structure of the country, which isn't relevant to the issue they're, the problem they're trying to solve. Bingo. But there are those that are, are trying to recoil on this. And there, if you, well, I think last time I was here, we talked about Washington and Lee University. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another university out there. Of course, at Washington and Lee, they restored the name Robert E. Lee to the university, <laughs> the special trustees, after it being taken away. And that's in Virginia. Yeah. And if there was an offensive name, according to the woke culture, <laughs> uh, it would be Robert E. Lee. But have you heard of Wingate University? Mm. That's in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's a university similar similar to Dixie at, and uh, Division II school and has lots of, actually has a number of, of advanced degrees that mm-hmm. they grant there. It's a cool school. But they discovered that whoever founded this university, the way he did it, as he sold 16 slaves and used the proceeds of that to start the university. And it got worse. The next four presidents of that university uh-huh. were former slave owners. <laughs> wow. They declared last week uh-huh. that they are not going to change the name of Wingate University. Now, that doesn't mean that they're proud of their past. Right. In fact, they're doing just the opposite. They're going out of their way to educate their community, the students, and all those that are part of the Wingate University right. family, yeah. how they are correcting this issue. But they're not changing their name. But yeah. but this mission miss, this message somehow is not scoring well right. here in Utah because we're just running around right. with a hair on fire over this thing and, and we don't even know how to deal with it. And here it was uh, it was really actually um, doing you know doing the cotton here was actually to um, to uh, make sure that we did it here and um, and and not the slaves doing it in the south. It was actually a hat tip. <laughs> To the south. Well, we're on the north side. So we were on the north side. So we. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was absolutely. They're, they're taking that the cotton that we grew. They're taking the name Dixie and trashing it. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Call 888-673-1450. Hey, everybody. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm here to give you anything you like. You want free college, energy, mortgages, <laughs> whatever you like. You have come to the right place. Why? I'll tell you why. Who can take your money? I love that song. Uh, the Government Can by Tim Hawkins. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And I uh, want a, a big shout out to Tropical Pool and Spa. Make sure you get a swim spa. They have the best ones. And uh, you know what? It's so much cheaper than a pool. You can do a swim spa in your backyard. It's smaller and uh, has the current. You can swim against the current. It's amazing for exercise and for joints. And uh, you can take it with you when you move. It's like the best alternative to a pool. And then also the uh, Bullfrog Hot Tub, the best made, uh, easiest to operate.
great. Just incredible, incredible. Uh, go get it at Tropical Pool and Spa. I love these guys. Over 40 years experience, and they're amazing. They're on Red Hills uh, Parkway, and you will love them. Uh, Tropical Pool and Spa um, on Red Hills Parkway. And then, of course, ABC Auto Body Central. If you're in an accident, go there. I love these guys. They fixed a lot of my cars because I have a lot of teenagers as you can imagine. And uh, and so they always make our cars look beautiful again after my kids wreck them. And let me just tell you, if you get in an accident, you get to choose your provider. They'll even come to your home and uh, do the assessment there. They'll work with the insurance company for you. You don't even have to do anything. Um, and they'll have your car back to you in a GIF. These guys are amazing. And uh, give your business to ABC Auto Body Central. I really, really love my sponsors and always recommend them off the air too. So just make sure you go to them. They're awesome. I also wanted to give a hat tip to George George Staley for coming on the show uh, multiple times and and explaining from his heart how much Dixie means to him and and uh, all that George has done for this community, everything that George is about. And I just really, really appreciate George a lot because George uh, really represents so many people here that did not think in a million years that they would do what they did with the data, that they would lie about the data and that they would push this forward. There's too many people like George out there that are just aghast at what's going on right now in our community and that we're bowing to cancel culture. And I had to give a huge hat tip to him and to Tim. Tim, you've done a lot of work and I really appreciate you because without you guys at the helm asking questions and saying, hey, why are you not talking with us in a public forum? And and uh, and all of the things you're doing are shedding so much light on this. And I really thank you for that well you know you mentioned george daly yeah you know, george is national treasure he really is he's just an awesome man and he's, he's a just, good man he's just so great to work with and he always works so hard and knows so much it's great to be around people like that and a former educator too he was dean yeah. of a college and he's speaking out going what are they doing what are they doing to us and well i'm with him you, you know what they've tried very hard to do is keep the community's voice out of it mm-hmm. you know their their naming committee they stoked they they loaded it with what they call stakeholders mm-hmm. and so every possible person who they think might have an interest or group like the then, nac uh, the double uh, acp yeah right? everything uh, they can so yeah. that so what they did they diluted mm-hmm. the interest of of tens of thousands of local people that would like to be a part of it too through their spokespersons mm-hmm. but they gave us all of 15 minutes and so Shameful. And, and yet they're listening to all these they, they basically just set the whole thing up so they really didn't have to hear the truth and if you look at the, the, the for example this is the how it's ridiculous it is is that the strategy they're using now with this tech name, and mm-hmm. this is important for legislators, for our senators up north to understand, is that they're following a strategy of name it and they will come. Mm. Now, what that means is that we're good. It's like we're going to say, let's see, let's call it Southwestern School of Medicine. And someday maybe we'll be a medical school Jeez. because Dixie is a lot of things. But if they're talking about a major technology school, when they start trying to identify it mm-hmm. with like Texas Tech or right. Virginia Tech, uh, Georgia Tech, those are schools that are completely different. They have powerful graduate programs, mm-hmm. postgraduate programs. They have huge multi-billion dollar endowments. And they have professors, PhDs that actually have to publish. Yeah. And, and they're not open enrollment. These are schools that have, in effect, changed the world in many ways, and not through their sports, but through the, the level of incredible students that they have and researchers and MIT and places like that. So Dixie going around saying, we'll call ourselves tech so we can kind of move into this slot. 
It's pretty ridiculous. It's really, really by choosing the name tech, which is an old term now. Mm-hmm. Those those other schools came out of the industrial revolution. For them, tech was was actually you know building machines and stuff. They right. just happened to also help redevelop re- uh, high tech that we look at now. But the term tech is like polytech. Mm-hmm. It is so old. It's almost as if the leadership at Dixie State suddenly discovered the smartphone. Yeah. You're right. They forget that it's been around for 20, 25 years, you know? Right, right. But suddenly smartphones, so let's make ourselves smartphone you. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that's already implicit. It's already a part of of education from K through 12 and at all colleges and universities around the country and almost across all disciplines, educate, academic disciplines. And so to now say, now we're going to be tech, you're just way, way late, years late. You know, it reminds me of when Mike Noel passed a bill that um, he wanted to get a bill through that would give all of these services to, to rural people for the Internet. I'm going, um, it's uh, 2019 at the time. I'm like, we, we have it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, it was like we were in 2002. You know, it was very interesting. So I understand where you're going yeah. with that. So, you know, but, we but, have it. But those sort of things happen, and we try to figure out why. But the reason that's behind it, like I said earlier, more than anything, mm-hmm. is the drive, the the, the, the prejudice, the bias, mm-hmm. and the mis uh, I think the mis the, the, the misunderstanding about Utah's Dixie by certain leaders in higher ed in Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, we lay a lot of this blame on the leadership at the university here, which they deserve a lot of the blame. But there are those that are over them that are pushing them very hard, and our leaders at the university are afraid to say no. Mm-hmm. And our board of trustees are, are just running scared. That, that for many of them, the coolest thing in their lives is to be giving, you know, wearing the robes and giving out mm-hmm. diplomas at graduation, and they'll sure. do anything to be in that position. Sure. Now, not that there aren't any, some that are really competent and capable, but there are several that are probably overwhelmed by the honor, and they're not willing to stand up and tell the president that he's just all wet when he comes up with a, mm-hmm. this type of a, a strategy. And that, I think, is a sad thing for a community board whose job in part it is to protect the community. Yeah, I agree. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. You know, this is a, a really good time to write the state senators and tell them what you think about this. Well, and, and especially since they only have two state senators down here. We have, mm-hmm. you know, Evan Vickers and Don Ibsen. Mm-hmm. And they know about the situation, the, the level of commitment they have to this, we're watching closely. We hope sure. that they'll continue to carry the flag for us. But there's a lot more senators and, and representatives, but especially senators in northern Utah, that need to hear from their own constituents. Yeah. A letter from southern Utah to them is not going to help. It needs to be a letter from someone within their senatorial district. So really contact friends, family, construct an email. For them to send, if that helps, you know, as far as what you feel about it down here. I don't know. I don't know what else to I, do. Here. I, I think that people can simply contact their friends and relatives, Dixie mm-hmm. alumni throughout and SUU alumni, because they're with us on this one, too. Yeah. yeah. Iron County is very much with us. Right, right. They're, they're appalled by what's happened. But I think that uh, they need to contact their friends, relatives up in northern Utah and, mm-hmm. and say, send it, send an email. Yeah. It doesn't have to be long. It's just me. I really object to what you're doing. Right. Southern Utah, because what's really happening this, the, 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 and it's important, I mentioned earlier, the theme here is, and the message here is, is that to change the name of Dixie in Utah's Dixie, in this part of the state, is the ultimate surrender of the state of Utah to cancel culture. Amen. Yep. 
And and really, when I was saying draft a, draft an email, draft an email to all your friends discussing why you feel what what's been done. You know, so they understand because a lot of people don't understand too. What's what what is the fight about? What is what what is actually going on? Well, yeah. Make sure they know what's going on down here. And, and the reason why it'll have impact, why it really have impact, and it's important to do this, is that in the upcoming session of legislature. This whole cancel culture stress that we're under is going to be pretty important. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of recoil against it, as I mentioned earlier. Even Barack Obama's come out against it in a certain degree, which is kind of interesting. It's not just the the right that's against it. A lot of liberals have looked at it and said, hey, this isn't quite working. You don't change the names of institutions, tear down statutes and all that, get anywhere. But also the upcoming midterm elections, 2022, Mm -hmm. that will be the issue. So those, those elected officials particularly that are not out there fighting like crazy for Dixie. And I mean fighting like crazy, not just sitting on yeah, the fence. You're right. If they don't do something now, they don't have a chance in 2020, 2022. And they need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, we're, we're giving notice. <laughs> we're watching. We're really, really watching because uh, this is growing all over the country right now. And, uh, and if we don't stop it, uh, what a great story this will be if we can say we stop this. If we can say, you know what, that we're going to turn the tide because a lot of other communities will get the courage to do this, too, and say no. Yeah. Well, absolutely remember, no. And remember, a lot of people love this part of the state. Yeah. that live in northern Utah. Yep. I don't think they want to see it get dissed by this thing. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm with you on that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, a couple of good points on this. Thank you both for continuing this fight. Mm-hmm. It's extremely important. Uh, regarding counseling the culture, that is a byproduct of the main goal here. This is exactly the process the Soviet Union went through. It, the collectivization there was mainly on class, but they also used uh, race. And it's exactly what the be uh, underlying all of this. We're moving into tyranny in America the same way that the Soviet Union did in much, much of the world, using collectivism uh, based on race as the argument why we have to give up our freedoms. But the, uh, I, want, I really appreciate your uh, lack of naivety, realizing that this is much bigger than uh, any concern about, uh, sincere concern about racism. Uh, this point that's really important is when they call it a tech school, and you're absolutely right, I, I went to the last meeting, trustees meeting, and they were saying, well, in the future, kind of implying that's why we need it. No, this is fraud, and we need to keep saying it's fraud to call this university a tech school. By definition, I have in front of me an encyclopedia that says a tech uh, institute of technology is uh, a university college that specializes in, one, engineering, two, technology, three, applied science, four, natural science. I invite everybody to go online to the Dixie uh, State classes. They have the entire mm-hmm. list there and mm-hmm. departments, mm-hmm. and look at it. You'll see the vast or the majority, large majority, maybe the vast majority of the classes are not tech. Yeah. And one thing else on that point, Wilson, you know, second command on mm-hmm. the uh, trustee, she said at the last meeting, this one statement alone uh, says she should resign. She's in, totally incompetent. She said art, dancing, and liberal arts classes are technology classes are tech can you explain how they are tech dancing art (laughs) that's not tech you're right you're right thank you for that last point can i make one last point better hurry (laughs) yeah we gotta go to break yeah at that last meeting Mm -hmm. those uh, trustees are phony as as you all get out 80 percent of the whole meeting was praising each other and if they said it once they said it 12 times how hard they work 
Well, Mao Zedong and Genghis Khan were hard workers, too. You don't <laughs> support somebody because they're a hard worker. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. I, I do always kind of laugh at the hard work because <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's, I'm with you on that one. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Uh, don't go anywhere. My guest is Tim Anderson, and we're going to come right back. We'll take your calls to 888-673-1450. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. wild and free. Now we ain't doing so great. We used to go down and tear up the town, and now we're all in bed by eight. Our parties are fewer. We're sipping in shore. Instead of our glass of champagne, now when we get together, we just talk about the weather, and all we ever do is complain, cause all my friends have hip replacements, cause they slipped and fell in their garage or basement, we're old and pale, and our bones are frail, yeah, years ago. We're stealing bases. Now we spend our time having wheelchair races. Oh, all my friends have hip replacements. God bless you. I can totally relate. (laughs) Tim Hawkins. Uh, He totally refurbs songs. I love that version. Anyway, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Uh, It's Friday, so we always play some crazy on Friday. And also, just two things. well, th- well, four things. Uh, Caldwell Banker uh, Property Management. Get over there if you have an investment property. They're amazing. CBStGeorgeRentals.com. And uh, tell them we sent you. Matt over at Caldwell Banker. Those guys know what they're doing. They'll take it over for you, and you don't have to worry about a thing, which is what I love. <laughs> and you know you don't want to do it. You do not want to have to run that rental property. And then also, I just uh, I also wanted to mention Dr. Ward Wagner, um, whose busy- business is named after Dixie. I love that. Uh, Dixie kind Road.com. And you know, when they try to do things like this, all the more name a business Dixie, right? If they tear down a statue, build three more on private property. We have to get a little bit more resourceful on this kind of stuff and really show people um, that we're not going to put up with this lying down. And, you know, if you put up three statues on, uh, statues on private property that can't be torn down, well, awesome, right? And uh, if you can name all the businesses of the city Dixie, great. I mean, honestly, that is another way that we can kind of thwart what they're what they're trying to do as well. Um, but most importantly, get a hold of your state senators on that because we really, really do need to do uh, to do that and and to make sure they're very aware of what's going on. The other thing is uh, is the event the event on. Um, uh, where was it? I had it up and I just lost it because, you know, that's radio. That's live radio. July 31st, July 31st, they're having an event at Santa Clara City Hall. And this is from us. Uh, it's on a Saturday, last Saturday of the month, 830 to 430. And instructor Earl Taylor from the National Center for Constitutional Studies will be speaking. It's going to be an amazing day with a lunch and everything else. You're going to want to sign up for this. AmericaSeminar.Weebly.com. AmericaSeminar.Weebly.com. 
com. And then also make sure if you're going to go to the Health Freedom event, that huge event with all those amazing doctors, uh, really go and learn. That link is on uh, show notes on katedallyradio.com. It's up north. Get your tickets right now. It's coming up in about a month and a half, and you're going to definitely want to be part of that. It's going to be an amazing event. So we just have a lot of great events uh, coming up. Tim Anderson is my guest, and we're talking about Dixie. And uh, you're welcome to call up to 888-673-1450. Let us know what you think. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, things that need to be done can be done. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff we're talking about needs to be done in northern Utah. But here locally, remember, there's some discussion about changing the name of the street from the university to Dixie State University Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And that was proposed by, I, I believe, uh, mayor or candidate Jimmy Hughes. But I'm not sure the city's adopted that yet. And so press on the city to get some leadership there yeah. and adopt that. Right. That needs You're to be right. done right away so that it's understood very clearly. You can, it can, if it's, you know, if it's Utah Tech University, but the address is at Dixie State University Boulevard. That's That amazing. might help folks understand what's going on. But I haven't heard anything further on that. Has the city actually adopted it yet? Maybe somebody out there knows. And why aren't they? Let's stand for something, please. Don't please. just say you're going to do it. Yeah. Do it. I, I'm concerned about leaders mm-hmm. who just, they, they, they talk a lot, but they don't do a lot. Because yeah. there are a lot of things that elected leaders, both in our county mm-hmm. and our cities, could do to try to thwart this and make it so difficult for this university I to agree. step away from the community like it's trying to do. I so and, agree with But you. they instead instead try to sit back because there's nothing we can do about it. We can just talk about it. And everybody's related to somebody. Out. And they talk about yeah. who their relatives were, yeah. uh, their ancestors. But that's nice to hear. But what are you going to do about it? The only thing I've heard from uh, St. George uh, City Council and Mayor is we're just going to see how this thing plays out. No, that's not, that's not why we elected you. That's not why you're in office. You're supposed to stand for these things and you're supposed to move forward on these things, not just wait. And so please, uh, we're all watching you and it's an election year. Take a stand. Take yeah. a stand. Yeah. An active leader should be able to deal with lots of issues mm-hmm. and there, you know, things like teenage suicide. That's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mayor, a leader should be taking that on. Right. Uh, issues at the, at the, the, mm-hmm. the border, the mm-hmm. Mexican border that affects St. George. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't, we're not going to send a police department there, but we can certainly take a, a strong position on what right. we're going to do if they start landing people in our town. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Just Hi. had an idea that sure. maybe you and Tim and maybe Mr. Staley could do is like mm-hmm. a five or ten minute little podcast or YouTube video oh, summarizing yeah. what has, what the locals think on this and kind of the process that the Boy, that's a great idea. Through. Yeah, and do something like that that we could link. I live up north, mm-hmm. but I went to Dixie and right. would love to give it to my senator to give him background because I'm just worried that that's great. He's going to say, "Oh, I've already seen this in the media." And I'm going to, you know, I'm in favor mm-hmm. of changing the name. But if there is something compelling that you guys put together, because right. you guys articulate it so well, now this is what you could give him. Take give him the full page ad in today's Deseret News by DSUHC. Mm. Cut that out. Send it to him. Yeah, that too. And I do, I do think video is compelling because video, uh, it drives it home when you are on video talking about it. And yeah. for those people that really cater to video, he's right. We should do a five minute video. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that suggestion. Put it, yeah. Put it on your show tips or your show, okay. your show link on okay. your website. You got it. it. All right. Thanks. All right. Really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, that, we should. Absolutely. People do like video. They do respond well to it and they go, they go viral very, very easily. So I, yeah, he's right. 
We got to do everything we can do because of the much, much bigger problem. We have critical race theory, like we were just talking about on the break. We have all of these things that they are they are trying to swindle their way into each and every nook and cranny of America right now to get them to adopt these things. And well, this is part of it. The cancel culture is it's all together. Well, what the earlier caller, a couple of callers ago mentioned was was Russia. But probably the best example in this in the last century was the Cultural Revolution in China, mm-hmm. because it did. It got the press on their side. It got mm-hmm. a, a, basically a very narrow narrative that ran the program. And took away people of responsibility in favor of the narrow narrative of the party. And that's some, somewhat what we're looking at now. There's a narrowing of, of, of speech, a narrowing of discussion, not an expansion. So isn't it interesting that in this, this era of the digital age, which allows more people to speak, we're being limited more on what we can say? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And so that's, that's I, I think, a good example of what's going on because they do want to control people that think freely, people that are independent, and particularly, you know, in this case, th- this is the shot across the bow in the state of Utah. Let's mm-hmm. change the name of that that university in, in, in Utah's Dixie because that, that gives strength to the woke movement. It's a signal. It's virtue signaling it at its worst. Yeah. And it really showcases that uh, a lot of people can be conned into this. You know, a lot of people become a cog in the wheel and some people don't even know they are. Okay. I'll give you that. Some people don't know, right? Uh, very naive or, or don't understand what's really going on or the situation and buy into whatever the college has told them, you know, what's going on with the da- with the data. And they are a cog in the wheel and don't know. If that's the case, and you suspect that's the case with one of those uh, members on the board that voted for this, then educate them. Do everything you can to educate them. I, I I just see I see so much misinformation out there, and these people are gobbling it up, and they're thinking it's true. And when you look at the actual data, like George said, too, when you look at the data, the data never, ever said what they say it says. And so we have there's a, it's a huge hole in this enormous process that we have to keep shedding a light on. This was fraudulent to do this, to make sure to have those numbers and the data reflect something it absolutely did not reflect well, you know at the meeting at the meeting of the board this last one you know, randy wilkinson bravely mm-hmm. stepped forward and, and and wanted to what he was trying yeah. to do is get them to let me speak ah i just wanted to, to pre- right. make a presentation to those folks and explain a lot of things we're talking about because a lot of the trustees have been sort of in the dark or hiding in the mm-hmm. shadows i'm not sure which yeah but it would be good to have spoke, spoken with them we delivered a letter asking that i'd be able to speak to them We've also uh, have an open open uh, challenge to the president of the university. I would like to meet him in an open discussion, let the public come and have him defend what, what they, they think they've of? done. They're, they're afraid <laughs> of discourse. Huh. And so they try to limit speech wherever they can. That's not a, an American strategy. No. That's founded in lots of other cultures. But that's one of the things we're challenged by is that they don't want to shed light on the position they're taking because they're afraid they'll ultimately get turned down. But their handlers, particularly in this case, the, the Board of Higher Education, they've got to have their way. Again, they've got to succeed and deliver this wokeness. And it's a sad situation, and 
in effect, the people of Southern Utah are the victims. And 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 the the board at Dixie could have been heroes and stood and, and stood up clearly to higher education. Right? They could have said even higher, going even higher in the state. They could have said, "We will not do this. We will not do. We will not be part of this." And yet, uh, uh, what are they doing? They're going up and and they're making sure that this battle is is uh, is is within um, and and out of this even area up north as well. You've got to go up now to your northern state senators. You've got to now, you know, talk to them and tell them what's going on. And uh, they were not getting the support for this. Here. Well, ne- next week, the uh, on the fifteenth is when mm-hmm. the board of higher education meets. They meet at the Bridgerland Technology Applied Technology College. That's mm-hmm. in Logan. And that's likely where they're going to vote to approve the suge- the position of the Dixie College, Dixie State University Board of Trustees to accept this Utah Technology University oh, name. That just makes me sick. So if it's, it's important stuff. It's important to us. Why aren't they coming down here to do it? Yeah. <laughs> and I, You know, they're running yeah, chicken. You're right. You're right. And, and that's what you run into when you have government bureaucrats, mostly appointed, mm-hmm. that start uh, taking positions that are contrary to the will of the community. Have you just been appalled? By this whole process by which they're standing by? Have you just been appalled by this, Tim? Well, it's frustrating and it's outrageous, but the thing that bothers me the most is I look at how deep, deeply held this feeling and concept as Dixie is in the life and minds of so many people. Yeah. You know, I was driving to work yesterday and I look on the back of, of uh, uh, what is it, Christian Christians in Construction. Mm-hmm. On the back of that truck, it says uh, Dixie Proud. Wow, I thought it was interesting. All of his trucks say that. Yeah, and and I, I just—it's it. just a simple part of the culture. There's another guy in my neighborhood that I've talked to that has an American flag with a Utah's Dixie flag. Mm-hmm. He—he's a biker guy from California. Just recently moved here. Has his connection is from a different direction, but he loves it. And the fact is, is that it's the history, culture, heritage, and tradition of our community that's at stake here. But one of the most important moves by the adversaries in this situation is to remove our remove our hand our our foothold on our history, and then try to make up a new story about it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm appalled at this, and I'm not even from here. Tim. I'm appalled, and I know so many of you are. So many of you are. So please keep in this fight. This is, I'm telling you, there are, there are ramifications and consequences for getting for them getting away with this. From Biff Williams all the way down to Dave Clark, all the way down to Larry Bergeson, all the way down to John Pike, you name it. All of these people that are all for this this monstrosity to happen, and they don't either they don't get what the consequences are, or they get it and they're on board with it, and and either one are not okay. So, I. I just can't believe this is happening. I just can't. So we have to stop it. We just have to. There's no other choice. Well, that's true. And so very seriously, friends, relatives, alumni, everyone that can, particularly as you live in senatorial districts in northern Utah, start contacting your state senator. Don't let this happen. Yeah. Because basically removing Dixie is Utah's ultimate surrender to wokeness and cancel culture. You know, I I wish you could just put that on repeat for like 30 seconds because that statement right there, that statement right there is the most powerful on this. And I hope, I really, truly hope it gets people to act and actually realize what is going on here and what they're bowing to because they had to absolutely manipulate the data in order to do this because they couldn't have given the data 
given the correct data that they, you know, the, the, the real numbers, they would have never, ever supported this. So that in of itself should bother everyone. That should bother everybody. I don't care what side you're on. When, 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 that, when those stats are manipulated, you should wonder why that's going on. Thank you so much, Tim. My pleasure. This has been great. Yeah, Tim Anderson. And uh, wow, uh, we'll work on doing that clip too. And of course, uh, st- uh, stay with me. I have three stories in history. Wonder how we got here? I'm going to give you three reasons why. And then also Allison Armstrong, uh, the relationship guru, joins me uh, in the last hour as well. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show.